Hello and welcome everyone to another InventRight webinar, Master the Art of Licensing. Over there on the left, you have myself. My name is Andrew Krauss. I co-founded InventRight with Stephen Key over 20 years ago, and we've been coaching and mentoring inventors ever since. We've had students of ours in over 65 countries, and we're doing this public series, and we've had some amazing, amazing speakers, and tonight, is no exception by any means. He's just absolutely, absolutely amazing as, as all the other speakers we had. Um, and so, Stephen, I'm going to read kind of a long bio here because James is, uh, Russell is so impressive with what he's done, yet so humble. And I know he's going to share some great information. So I want you guys to know who's talking to you tonight. Okay, so let's let's get let's rip into his bio here. So James Russell Hornsby, he spent his life cultivating the imagination of children. As one of the foremost inventors in the toy industry, he has been recognized the world over for his creative and innovative designs that inspire wonder as they bring magic to life. His entrepreneurial spirit and passion to improve the lives of others have inspired him to create new products in household, lawn and garden, and medicinal products. However, he is best known for his work in the toy industry where he has touched the hearts and minds of millions of children around the globe. I wish I could say that. I think I just did that with my one seven-year-old daughter, but that's good. It's good enough for me. <laughs> As CEO and owner of Trend Masters, Inc., he built one of the largest privately held toy companies in North America, which was sold to Jack Pacific in 2001. In 2002, Mr. Hornsby founded Sepia LLC on the premise that a small group of people passionate about their craft could make technolo technology indistinguishable from magic. In 2009, CP introduced its toy phenomenon, Zuzu Pets, with more than 70 million, yes, you heard it here, 70 million of the popular robotic Zuzu Pets sold worldwide. The brand was named Toy of the Year seven times in five countries and has earned the place in Time Magazine's all-time greatest toys list. In 2010, Mr. Hornsby received the Excellence in Toy Design Award from the Chicago Toy Inventor Toy and Game Inventor Group, and Ernst & Young named him uh, one of its regional entrepreneurs of the year. He holds numerous patents for his work, and collectively, his business ventures have generated over $4 billion, yes, $4 billion in retail revenue. Russ is going to share his creative process for inventing and licensing toys that spark imagination and wonder. Welcome, Russ. Hey, Andrew. Thank you very much for having us here today. Stephen, I'm so excited about this, aren't you? Well, I am because those, it's not just the numbers. You know, um, Russ is creating magic. And with some of the toys that I've seen, it just, they're magical. They're simple and you don't quite understand how they're, how they're done. There's a magic trick. And hopefully um, Russ will talk a little bit about that, creating that magic, not only for us adults, but for kids as well. Thank you, Russ, for being here tonight. It's a pleasure. Russ, you mentioned to me you don't want to just share your success and tips for that, but you also want to share some mistakes you've made, which is fantastic because most people have to make mistakes in order to be successful, I would think, right? That's a huge part of, of, uh, of life. Uh, if, you, if you're not falling down, uh, you're not trying. And uh, we have this, we, we're reminded of this every day. I'm 67 years old. And there isn't a day that goes by where I don't uh, I don't fall down. Uh, that's just been the process. Um, I mean, Stephen, as we were talking, it's 
from Trend Masters and then moving into uh, Zuzu Pets. We can talk about that for a minute. Um, it, it was, uh, again, people, the judgmental people outside that were what we call the, the, the blockers, the trolls, uh, the, the guardians of the gate that, that said, no, 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 go away. And, uh, and, and I can tell you, coming from Trend Masters, which was a, 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 a very large business at the time, and we had a very large machine in the CG area, we did a lot of stuff that was way, way, way cutting edge for this industry at the time. Um, uh, the, the people that I had known and loved for years were, were, were singing a different song. Hmm. Uh, because it's always about, uh, you know, in this industry, it's about, you know, if you've got people try to stay in the mainstream and uh, so many people um, are spending more time focusing on what somebody else is doing rather than what they need to be doing. Um, so Russell, tell me a little bit, let's stay on this topic for just a second, because I think most entrepreneurs, most inventors receive a lot of rejection. They, they, they receive a lot of no's. How do you get past when someone says no? I mean, does it, does it affect you? Do you do you work around it? Do you, how do how do you bounce back when everybody's telling you no? Um, you reach down inside your gut, and you say, "I'm going to get this done, no matter what anybody says." And uh, you know, I will tell you the story because everybody says they look at you today after you've had your successes, and they go, "Oh, what do you 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 you've been successful and you have your money?" And what I tell them was, "Hey, I know what falling down is about." I know what losing everything is about. Uh, I know that uh, when Trim Masters was sold uh, to Jack Specific because of the economic crisis, that uh, uh, the Bank of America was not very kind to me. Um, and uh, it was about basically gathering your strength and your inner soul and getting back in there and fighting. Um, and that's what we did. Zoo was a testament to that because I will tell you, I had uh, actually... Uh, taking a second mortgage on my home so that I could take it and and help the people along inside of our business. Um, and, and needless to say, my wife wasn't exactly fond of that idea. And uh, we had, we literally probably six months later, we had sold this project to SC Johnson, which was electric trigger sprayer, which we had worked on for four years and we had sold it for, and I'll give you the numbers, an additional cash deposit of $10 million and then a significant royalty it was paid out over a 10-year period. Um, I was able to, you know, repay the bank and to take that money. And uh, if you want to say go to the line, I, I try to believe that that what we're doing every day is trying to create simple magic. And when you look at things, uh, and I'll say this to everybody that's listening today, try to think about the things that are in plain sight. You know, for years I did things that were were – uh, we're on the edge of the mainstream, but all the answers to everything you're doing are right in front of you. It'll be a part of your life. Zoo was a part of my life. I was living in Shenzhen and uh, I was walking a store. I saw a line from Iwea. Um, they're that company that makes all those little barking dogs and that are a Japanese company and they make nice stuff and, uh, um, I had a dear friend with me uh, who was my partner for uh, for five years, uh, and we spoke to the lady about what was what was what was quite good. And she talked about some of the items in there, 
And I suddenly it dawned on me that my mother uh, would never let me buy uh, one of the habit trails. And I had a pet hamster, which uh, was eaten by my cat, Su Yen. And I said, you know what? Uh, I'm going to take and build uh, a whole world here that's based upon what I've grown up with, which is Mickey Mouse, Steamboat Willie-esque, you know, uh, Stuart Little, and put this world together. And we're going to make it a funny, crazy, zany world. Um, and we're going to make these hamsters uh, as realistic as we possibly can. And we had an incredible team of designers here. And that's what I want to tell you is that you can't do this alone. It's about the team of people around you. And uh, we had, uh, we, we have, you know, again, we've got the same wonderful group of people. We're, we're all getting older now. So we're trying to get younger blood pumped in here right now. But, uh, you know, these people were able to, 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 to bring these programs to life. Uh, we were able to get this character built. I can, I didn't send the first video that we did uh, in the factory. But when we built the first samples, we looked at this thing and we said, this is going to really be uh, a breakout. Now, Stephen, I'm going to answer your question because we thought it was a breakout. Okay. We took the product to the show in Hong Kong. And from the Mirror Tower building where we had suite that was 10,000 square feet, uh, you know, on each floor, we had three floors in the building. I went and showed in a hotel room. Actually, it might have been one of the hotel rooms I had stayed in over my many years in Hong Kong. The warehouse was the bathroom. <laughs> and I, I, we sat and we presented this product on, on basically, you know, little frame tables with a, uh, a cheesy little white cloth. And then, and I, I, you know, it was, it was a little disheartening, but, and I had my friends come in and, and tell me that, you know, how much they had grown and, and, uh, it, and just, people in Australia and everybody else that just said, Hey, Russ, you're all wet. You know, this thing is irregular. Um, it, it does it what it wants to do. It goes in this wheel. It comes out of the wheel. What, the, what, what's wrong with you? Um, it needs to be random. I said, Hey, wait a minute. If you want to buy that toy, you can go buy that toy for about $2 and 20 cents. It's made by DY toy. They're over in Taiwan. Um, I suggest you go and buy it. This is the Europeans that were really, Kind of hounding me at the time, um, so we didn't uh, we didn't get any love there. We came back home, we, we took it into Walmart, uh, we got a little bit of love. Uh, they wrote an order for a million four hundred thousand dollar order, and Stephen uh, Toys R Us uh, didn't even want to write it. Uh, the woman ended up buying a hundred thousand dollars as a as a courtesy, but in the end, we were left with really nothing. So we had one choice was basically bring it in. We brought in the goods to Phoenix, Arizona. We convinced uh, Lori Costley at Walmart, who now is gone, and, and actually a very nice person, and Laura Phillips, um, who is, at the time was the, the vice president of the group, to give us a test in Phoenix. We went into Phoenix. We set up 56 Walmart stores and six TRU stores. Um, so. The phone call came in from one of our, our colleagues that had set the first stores. And the first couple of days, they were selling two or three pieces per store per day, mm. which was really quite, res really respectful considering we had opened up any television. And I want to tell you, I had 56 stores. 
And we basically took out, we had to take a very strategic campaign that covered a a, a swath of states. I spent $86,000 to promote this product, to, to sell what amounted to a very small amount of goods, but a very small amount of goods in, in a record blizzard time. Mm. We were taking goods and I actually, you know, I was telling Jack, Jack is, is here literally working in our shipping department, which is inside our design offices right now <laughs> as we prepare cats versus pickles. And I said, you know, I can't tell you the number of times I've done this, Jack, you know, um, from my businesses where I pack my own product, I've done everything. So I think it's a great learning tool for everybody to understand that, uh, you know, sweeping the the floors and cleaning the toilets is, it's a good thing. It's a great learning lesson. And uh, and I think one of the things that we learn about this is is that because we we understand those values, we pass those values on to other people, and we also extend a helping hand to people to try and to to find the find their path uh, down the road because it's it is a troubling road. So we after the test. And I'll tell you exactly how this went. Um, you would have thought that that uh, you know we we thought we had a huge victory. Um, we we were selling. By the way, just so you know this, the item peaked at selling 60 units per store per week. Mm-hmm. We would put an end cap up in TRU in the morning in six stores, and it would be sold down at the end of the wow. day. Now. I remember the guy saying to me at Toys R Us, he said, and I introduced myself. I said, hey, I'm Russ. Um, I'm with this little company called uh, uh, Sepia. Uh, I never really understood how we got that name. But, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're doing these, these, these characters, and they were called Go-Go Pets at the time. And, uh, you know, we had a, uh, uh, a lot of trials and tribulations there. Uh, I was telling Stephen a little bit about that earlier because, um, your retailers, you know, and I, if they're listening, they should, they should hopefully listen to this carefully. The retailers are not loyal to you. They're loyal to their purse and they're loyal to having stability with their customers or their vendors who are going to ship them goods. And they really say that they want to help you, but they really don't really care about helping you. Who's going to help you is, is going to be the people like Steven who are going to find a good home for you. I had one of your uh, your your members, uh, DeLeon, who was writing to me last night, Stephen, and, I, and he was talking about, I want to, uh, I want to basically, uh, I've got this, this, and this. And I said, hey, look, you got to have an NDA. Uh, and if you don't have a lawyer, you go to LegalZoom or go to Google and get yourself an NDA. And then, uh, and, and, I did, and I said, I'll give you some advice, which is the best advice I can give you. Find good people to do business with. Because at the end of the day, um, my I, I love all the patents that I have, but I don't want to litigate patents. I've litigated patents, and it's a it's a disaster, as everybody knows. I mean, claims construction is a nightmare, um, and I think I've forgotten more now. You know, as I've gotten older, I, I I'm going down memory lane and putting all this stuff back together, and it's it's been quite an odyssey. But Zuzu Pets, by the way, was not easy. Restless. Even at Let's talk about that test for a minute. Yep. You know, Before just we do that, can we, can we play the Zuzu Pets video So those, for those people that yeah, are not sure. familiar with Zuzu Pets? Yeah, right before we get there, I want to ask one question, though. How important is that real test 
Because that's everything, isn't it, Russ? I, I, I think the question really is, is, yeah, it really is it. And what you really want to do is it's, it's, it's critical for you as the person that's taking the risk to understand what this is all about. Okay. And you, you, you really have to go in and you've got to set the market. And the problem today, Stephen, is, is that a lot of these guys don't want to give you tests. They just, uh, because our, our greatest ally in, the, in this industry, Toys R Us, is no longer with us. Mm-hmm. So it, it now reduces you into a, a field where your greatest ally is going to be Shopify and Amazon. All right. uh, so I, I'm, 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 I'm happy to answer any question now from Andrew. Any, please. Yeah. So the, this first group of videos, I think there are two Zuzu Pet videos and then Glow, Glow commercial, Glow. three different commercials. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. just want to remind you guys, you can't uh, comment during it. Nobody will hear you, but afterwards is fine. Do you want to set this up, Russ, or do you want me to just go ahead and play it and talk about no, it? No, just go, go, go ahead and okay. play it. All right, cool. There's going to be a little pause going in and going out, but it'll be there in a second. The story begins on a magical shooting star night. A girl from a land not so far away was getting ready for bed like she did every day. Mama, could you please open it a little bit more? Her room began to fill with light. She changed Glowy's colors. It was a breathtaking sight. Shades of pink, blue, yellow, and green. A sight that only true dreamers have seen. Use the wand to light up and change Glowy's colors. Book Baron wand just sold as a set, batteries included. Wake up, Zuzu Pets! Zuzu Pets go here and there. Zuzu Pets go everywhere. There's a big world to explore and fun through every door. Hipsley gloves, a hamster wheel. Change their world, it's no big deal. Bill is changing, rearranging. Mr. Squiggles in his wheels. Zuzu Pets are so much fun. They play until the day is done. You will love your Zuzu Pets because they're so real without the mess. It's time for bed. You'll love your Zuzu Pets because they're so fun without the mess. Zuzu Pets hamsters make outrageous sounds and explore on their own. Places and hamsters sold separately. Where will your Zuzu Zoom? Kung Zhu. Build your own training ground and create the ultimate Kung Zhu world. Complete the obstacle courses and earn the right to be called a warrior. Choose your armor and test them in the battle arena. One will be victorious. Train, transform, battle. Kung Zhu hamsters, armor and playset sold separately. There we are. We're back. Okay. So I can tell you exactly what you're taking a peek at there. Um, when we uh, sold Friendmasters, uh, we moved in and basically started working on, uh, of, all, of all things, compliance products, which we work with Target to design a line of uh, sort of, of advanced smart uh, devices that would hold basically your pills. To remind you to take your pills Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Remember, I couldn't, I couldn't do toys. We worked in that business, and then we also worked with S.C. Johnson uh, to develop. Uh, you know, we did lawn and garden product, uh, uh, making you know small size units and large size units, and uh, we dealt with Bear and a lot of the, the large multinationals. It was a, it was a lot of fun, and actually they were very, very nice to deal with, um, all of them. 
then we got into an item that uh, we we called Glowy. And what we had done is we had uh, put a, a basically an array of LEDs uh, into the basically this luminous plush. Now, you'll ask why I showed that. Well, first of all, it was a roadback of success. It was five million pieces we sold. But more importantly, it's a it's it's an it's an, an a thing for everyone to learn from here. This has a, a bevy of patents around it, but there were other people that years later came out with a different array of LEDs, and they basically tripped the price down. They went out and they were able to establish this and built. Uh, a very nice family of business. And I think you're, the dream pillow you might remember. And then right now you can see it on the shelf every day from Fisher Price. So, and then Cloud cloud B or Cloud D, I think it is, that, uh, that put uh, light into, into, and again, LED, you know, RGB light. So um, we spent, uh, interestingly enough, Stephen, we spent a million four hundred thousand dollars on the patents. And uh, um, I would tell you that uh, I, I would rather have had the million four hundred thousand dollars to go into new product, um, mm. because at the end of the day, if you're going to litigate these guys, it's going to cost you a fortune to litigate them. You know, uh, if you if you know the company Color Kinetics, they were based out of Boston. I actually know the guys up there, and uh, I went and took a license from them for the LED uh, technology. Uh, they actually ended up selling their business to Philips for about 1.6 billion dollars uh uh that's phillips out of uh out of uh, you know basically uh the netherlands so um and they do all the concurrent led lighting that is all over the world today when you see buildings so we use that same simple technology and 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 glowy and uh and it was a lot of fun um but again uh there were people that weren't that were stepping around it and where what happened was is zoo started its wave and we just we 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 only focused on zoo it was very difficult mind you uh because i want to go forward a little bit here in time we had an issue where um and i can briefly touch on it for everyone because i want everyone to learn from this experience um the test we we were blown away um Remember that I had a million foreign orders from Walmart. That was not enough to do what I needed to do. Toys R Us stepped in and Toys R Us um, wrote a, an order for $4 million. Walmart, Walmart came in and they wrote an order for $4 million. So now we had $8 million. But we had an ongoing issue because I called it originally GoGo Pets. And uh, I was a little worried. There was a lot of GoGo -Go pet product out there from Hasbro and other things. And it was GoGo -Go my walking or Trixie my my GoGo -Go pet or whatever. So we called Alan Hassenfeld and he said, you know, meet with Brian. So I flew in to see Brian. Brian, Brian knew everything about my product. Brian knew everything because all the retailers had told him. Mm -hmm. and so what I want to tell you is, is that there's a learning lesson here, which is, your information is your information. And when you start seeing that path of success, make sure that you're girded up and you have the right people around you. And, um, you know, one of the things that, uh, that we have tried to do with people through our, my career is to 
to steer them in the right direction because um, there's there's lots of people out there. We survived Hasbro uh, uh, doing furry frenzies. We only not only survived it, but we crushed it. Um, as I said, you know, with sales of uh, of our sales were 1.2 billion. Retail was about about two billion dollars. We had a licensing section that was working with Activision. Our our game was was uh, you know number one, number two, number three, number four uh, with uh, uh, with Activision, and we used a group here out of St. Actually, out of out of uh, Columbia uh, called Blant Lantern, which did which actually did the game work for for Activision. Russ, I have a question. Sure. When you said surround yourself with the right people that can protect you, what do you mean by that? I think you want to. You, you've got to find the right. You've got to find the right people that are going to really try and extend a hand to you. I mean, life is short, and you you want to live a long time. You want to live a long time on your reputation. And that means that after you're gone, you want the people that are around to remember uh, that you're a good person. There's too many people in this particular industry, I believe, that basically that copy other people. Okay. They don't seek to, uh, and and I th- and I think the lack of of civility and being humble is really a problem for me because I see people that are in bitter battles and disputes on on, on LinkedIn, and people that say things about each other uh, publicly about companies which. You know, it doesn't doesn't do the industry any good, and it doesn't do the, the 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 people that are working in these companies any good. It only sets back people. I think uh, that people have to try and take the high ground, but unfortunately, I'm not sure that they do. And I think my learning lesson was was that uh, whether it was Hasbro, uh, whether it was Jack specific, I got calls from everybody. I had, you know, and I'm friendly with Anton. I can tell you, Anton has been messages, and Anton's a funny guy. He calls me on the phone. He says Tony doesn't like you. I said, Who's Tony? He said, Tony Robinson from Target. I go, I, 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 I said, I'm impressed, Anton. He goes, why are you impressed? I said, because normally it takes somebody one time to meet me before they don't like me. <laughs> you know, I didn't even know who the guy was. But, you know, they're trying to do their thing. They're trying to basically to, to push their agenda along. And they wanted they wanted Zuzu pets. And I don't blame them. But at the end of the day, it turned out to be better for me. Because even with, uh, with, with uh, Jay Foreman, who you guys know is basic fun, his group, uh, which was a capital group, offered me $150 million to sell it out. I passed. We took the path to make the product ourselves and to go the hard road. Hmm. And in the, in the meantime, uh, you'll see the things that we built from the earnings from, from, from Zuzu Pets as we continue to go through these films. But it's been a, it's been a great cause, and, and we've enjoyed it. We've had, and I want to tell you, there's some lessons to learn here from success. When you hit the Powerball, you know, lock your doors. Okay, which means don't 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 layer on people, which we didn't do. We didn't make that mistake, but beware of people that uh, that are bearing gifts. You know, this is like the Trojan horse. Okay. Um, yeah, Russ, so, I'm curious with that type of sales that were that was coming in. And of course, you you know some of these retailers, you know, have sixty, ninety days before you you get paid. How do you float that type of money? Well, that's a great question because you 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 when you're dealing from a position of strength, you change the terms. 
Remember that in every drawer with every retailer, there's three or four different agreements, okay? And I can tell you those agreements because I live through them. Walmart, uh, they'll step up and they'll basically issue letters of credit. Now, the letter of credit is the first, it's the first issue. Um, Target, they're very easy to deal with. They'll issue a letter of credit. Um, but it's then having the relationship with the factory to get it done. And the fact that I had spent my life in China, many of my friends in factories. So they were more than happy to help, to help, help me finance this, this incredible growth because it was great for them. It was great for us. And um, with, with all the volume that was done, um, they, these factories grew. I mean, I can tell you today that uh, the factory that builds the bulk of LOL was built by, by Zuzu Pets. Um, and, and, and many other uh, large factories were, were built by, by Zuzu Pets and what it brought for people. Um, but again, you know, you're, you're, this is life and uh, the meter stops and you got you to gotta go on. You got to keep, keep reigniting uh, and, and sparking. And remember, finding the right people around you. I can't say this enough. This isn't about me. It's about all the people inside our business. It's, it's and people that that know me. It's Laura and it's it's Joe and Chris and just like in your business, Stephen and Andrew. It's all the people that are surround you that make you make you what you are, and you hopefully help them along because that's what life's supposed to be about. And I will tell you that success is a great thing. Falling down also is something that's not so great, but we have to do it. And we have to do it because it's going to make us stronger. It's going to make us better at what we do. It's going to make us hone our craft. And I only wish that I had uh, somebody that uh, would have given me this advice years ago because, you know, when you hit a Powerball, um, there, you you may think you're invincible, but you're you certainly are not invincible. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to show you some things that are coming up here that are incredible products. And by the way, remember when you set a bar that is is generating over 18 months, 700 million dollar years, okay? And you know you got a year that's a, a 500 million dollar year, you got a 700 million dollar year. Your, your 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 retailers, they're expecting you to to cough up the next thing, um, and you know what's that cough going to be? You know the average toy line is a twenty million dollar, and the average successful toy line does twenty million dollars a year. We've had a plethora of those in the last eight or nine years, but the quest for the Grail it's it's very very difficult and i will tell everybody that's listening today it's in front of you it's in plain sight you just have to open your eyes and look around you it'll be from a learning lesson stephen from your mother or your father it'll be something that you struggled on you realize that you could make it better with this this deal with sc johnson i was spraying a shower to try and make it clean on a, on a renting place, and I said, I don't want to do this. I need a way to do it electronically so I can dispense a lot of liquid. Hmm. So out of that hardship, you end up creating something. And I remember the buyer, I had a friend that actually was my buyer at Walmart that came with me in a trip, and he says, 
what, what are you doing? He said, I thought these products were already made for you. I said, come on, Fran, you have to start from scratch. You start from a piece of paper, it's a spark. You know, you sit and you buy, that's an easy job. Come on out in the field. Hmm. Come on out and be an entrepreneur. Go in and have the buyer tell you no. Yeah, it's heartbreak. Hey. Hey, Russell, real, real quick, because I want to see some of the stuff that you're, you're doing now that's, that's, that's very current. But before we get there, um, how do you jump from toys to do some from packaging? I mean, how does that work? I mean, can you take your creativity and apply it to any industry? I think we, I think we can, yeah. We've, we've done that. And, and again, I, what we, we do look at is we look at the, how we can service a need. You know, and again, what I say, Stephen, is, is that the stuff is in, it's really in plain sight. It's everything you do every day, everything you touch. How can I make something better? Um, and, or how can I make something special? Because everything that's around us, and, 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 and I'll give you an example. I bought something for my daughter. I have a 22-year-old daughter. I'm 67, and I got a, a 22-month-old daughter. So I bought this Mickey Mouse clock, and, and it's made by a, a company that does poly resins. And I looked at this thing and I said, you know, I'm really disappointed with this thing. It's a couple hundred dollars. But my point is, is if you're going to do something, do it well or don't bother. And that's what we've really tried to do. And I will tell you that the only person that cares about that is going to be you and hopefully your customers because the retailers, I'm not sure they'll appreciate it. Mm -hmm. They have a different mission than you. Your mission is to place your goods and to sell your goods. Their mission is to try and squeeze as much profit and to drive as much sales as they possibly can. Sometimes those things don't always meet. Sometimes basically product management, brand management becomes critical. And uh, that's where we kind of, we, we kind of, you know, uh, have to do things better. If we get another bite at this apple, we have to, we have to do it better. Can we go hey. ahead and play the second set of yeah, let's, uh, videos yeah, here? Let's go because I know we have a lot to. These are I, these are fun. I'll try to be. Here we go. I'll try not to answer asking more questions. I'm sorry. We have a lot to do. The invasion has begun. There are over a hundred Dagadar balls you can collect, race or trade. Feel the power. Each ball has a solid steel core for maximum velocity. Your rules, your games. Tracks, launchers, spinners. You can go to Dagadar.com. Enter the secret code to unlock your ball spirit. Ask a parent first. Dagadar. Each sold separately. Let me destroy them for you, master. We win the race, and then they become my servants. Uh, guys, they're already making plans to turn us into slaves or something. Oh, yeah? Doesn't scare me. We're a bunch of gamers, right? Hey, it looks like the track ahead has some kind of uh, power up. Come on it! Move by the newbie. We're covering all your race action here on DGD TV. Grabbing a power up and using it while making a move? <laughs> I didn't master that until my second season on the Dagadar Circuit Razor.
coming for you, trickster. Ooh, I'm so scared. Okay, not. I'm cutting you to shreds, newbie. Yeah, right. Not happening, frozen face. I saved that power-up just to beat you. Quickly, this way. gotta lay off the donuts. Now what? Robots moving in to tear us up? Do not fear. The Dagadar spirit chose you, brought you here to Dimension 33, and now I, Sol, the master teacher, must train you to defeat the evil Berg. Uh, big guy, blue face? <laughs> yeah, we met him. You have each been infused with the power of a Dagadar racing avatar. Tom, you become the powerful Bengarov. Xander, you become Jag. And Finn, you become the Scissor King Kid. Huh? Well, so how come I gotta be this puny little guy? Ah, uh, power comes in small packages. Oh, I get laser swords! Yes! You must use the best of your human selves and your Dagadar energies to beat Berg. If he becomes the Dagadar Racing Champion, he will win control of all of Dimension 33. I am the Mighty Berg! How could three new racers beat me? That's easy. Good moves, good timing, nice teamwork. I will defeat them, win control of Dimension 33, and then take over Earth. Do you understand? Okay. Hey guys, we're back. Hey. I was just a little bit long. I thought we'd we'd jump on back here. Hey, That's tell quite... me, Russ, is that a whole commercial? Was that a, like a Saturday morning show uh, built around your product? Well, I, what we did is, uh, and I'll, I'll give you the story on this real quickly. This line was one of those lines that um, it, it didn't meet what what the expectations that we had certainly, but we really I don't think gave it a full a full blown chance. We did about uh, twenty six million dollars on this on the rollout, um, and the, the the idea really came from uh, my daughter uh, struggling, one of my other daughters struggling to keep Thomas on the tracks. So we had thought, you know, gee, it might be nice to create, you know, uh, spheres. And we originally looked at having uh, units that would be self-powered and these balls would be self-powered so we didn't have to deal with gravity. But this is my second try in the track business. You know, we had done it at Trend Masters with uh, 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 a, a line of pullback cars that uh, were, were Kind of based on a, a special design of high speed with a, and you guys have probably seen these pullback cars. We filled them with LEDs and great jumps and everything else. And at the end of the day, it was almost it was virtually impossible to penetrate. We got the retail space, but we just couldn't get the 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 right lift on this. So how how long ago was this, Russ? Uh, this was probably about uh, nine or ten years ago. Um, okay. We did this. 
And it's a very, very beautiful animation. Again, we, we invest and you'll see the animation gets better, but this was a, a webisode that we did. And we, we built a line of webisodes and we probably are going to take this product now based upon what we're learning from Cats versus Pickles. And we're going to build, um, I think, some some very unique gaming situations for it um, that would, would, would hopefully get into multiplayer worlds where you can play these games all over the world and race all over the world. But that's something that's going to take some time. And that's another story uh, that hopefully we can come back and revisit. And it's been a great launch but um so that was a that was one of the lines that uh, that was a struggle um okay um but again it, it's wonderful and we have all the assets here and it will it will make its day again back in court you know steven it's not that 26 million was bad because i remember uh, a very nice person calling me and saying hey russ don't be disappointed you know you did better than the average line um <laughs> but you know the retailers they put a lot of pressure on us um and you know we had a we had to be proactive and remove things to keep it to, to keep it going so russ this cats versus pickles kind of explain <laughs> how this came about it's actually a really interesting story um we we uh we had uh, some millennial young 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 millennial designers that came out of washington university and uh, they were buying some 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 of these soft cats uh, over at uh, Barnes and Noble, and we we started looking at this stuff, saying there's something here, there's just something here. And and we started looking online, and we saw you know these cats that would that were like liquid cats, where they would go into a glass, or they would go into a martini glass, or they go into a box. And we, we we took it to the trade, and the trade goes, eh, they didn't like it. It's, they, their, their attitude was, it's just a beanbag. Well, no, it's not just a beanbag. Because if you tell Ty Warner that, um, he would say the same thing. The fact is, is that, again, I say this and I plead with everybody out there, it's something right in front of you. So what it was is we had to find a way to wrap the package. We had great looking designs, but we needed a methodology to talk to the, the consumer. And one of the things that we had found was this cats versus cucumbers video. Nobody got it. We we tried it, we took it, we showed it to the retailers. They didn't get it. They knew about it, but they didn't get it. So we brought it back to the house and uh, you know, I was telling Laura, it was like five o'clock in the morning, I turned on YouTube. And I'm listening to this comedian who had taken a cats versus cucumbers video and he put voice to it. And it was so funny. I couldn't stop laughing. I, I mean, you know, uh, my 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 wife said, you know, said, what, what are you doing? It's five in the morning. I just couldn't stop laughing. So, you know, it was like, how do we how do we shift the paradigm here? And we shifted the paradigm by basically creating these pickles. And we created basically what was the great love quandary of life, which is pickles love cats. Cats just want to be cats. They're cool. They're they're elusive, and they're very very chic. But they do not like pickles. And so we started packaging this up, and we started building this concept from 
literally CG uh, uh, episodes that were done by one of our our, our, our great friends here, uh, who you, you'll hopefully see some of his work today. Um, and it, it's just ballooning for us. Um, Laura's here and she can speak to the value on it. Um, but I will tell you that the the numbers uh, that we're gaining right now, we're 100. Laura, how many days are we now into it? Uh, we're 142 days since we've launched on YouTube. And we're only 25 days since we've been um, on Shopify. But already, um, we're really at some incredible numbers. We've got over 20 million YouTube views on our YouTube channel, and we have over 90,000 Facebook followers. Um, and those are people who have invited you into their social media stream. So the engagement has been really terrific. Um, I know you're short on time, so maybe you just shut, quickly go over to the end to the Cats versus Pickles commercial. Oh, okay, yeah. There we go. Kind of gave you a line review. Yeah, I like them. We can tell you the customers love them. Great designs. Well, Pat, the whole thing's about three minutes and 27 seconds. Does that seem right, Russ? So that's the, it's uh, Larry the Pickle as well. It's so probably it's, everything. It's probably a compilation. It's a good way to, to wrap it all up. It kind of gives okay. you an overview of our business and okay. everything that we've touched, okay? Cats versus Pickles! Cats are here to pickle, but Pickles want love. Welcome to the world of Cats versus Pickles. Silly and soft, Cats and Pickles! Pickles love all the cats! Foodie cats! Meow. Sweet cats! Meow. Scary cats! Meow. Fishy cats! Meow. Cats with glasses! Meow. And cats with glass! Cats for school! Meow. All Pickles are fools! For cats versus Pickles! Cats versus Pickles! Each sold separately!
Okay, we're back. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's you some know, crazy fun <laughs> stuff. My seven-year-old daughter would love that. Oh my God. There is, uh, I, we, we've, we've built 150 or 160 uh, shorts like this between uh, 2D animation and, and 3D animation. And uh, I, I will tell you, here, here's a very interesting bit of information. We are having an average of every 36 hours, a million views. Mm -hmm. uh, subscribers are growing. Remember, it takes time to grow because today's toy world, there is no comment section. So we are looking at this by how fast and it's being picked up by, by YouTube. And uh, it's just, it's, it, the, the consumers love it. It's a long story. Uh, we gave you a, a more developed piece, uh, which is Larry, but, uh, the the pickles struggle all the time. You know, it's like my daughter who's who's 22 months says pickles fall down, Daddy. Pickles fall down. <laughs> it's like, you know, the pickles always fall down, and 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 that's that's the beauty of life, because mm -hmm. in the end they do fall down. But guess what? Everything's okay. <laughs> so so, so kind of where we are right now, and uh, we've launched on Shopify. Uh, we'll be up on Amazon shortly. Uh, this feels like another Zuzu pet because we have uh, uh, retailers that uh, that we have one retailer that really loves it, which is Target, and we have an, and, and Amazon loves it, and we have another retailer that doesn't like it, which is Walmart. And <laughs> this is this is the same thing. And by the way, the management at Walmart loves it, but you know this is this is the kind of thing you go through. Uh, okay. You know, they, they, hey, can I, can I, where, where do you rate on an MPD? Well, they already know the answer because MPD scores off of them. And if you're not in their store and you're not in Target, you're not rating an MPD. So, uh, and yeah, you can do it with the smalls, but it's a very long journey. We're just fortunate right now that we've, we have a little bit of, 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 of the muscle um, mm -hmm. to push this stuff through. And, uh, what I'm excited about, I'll, I'll tell you, is, is that of the uh, 21 million views we have right now, uh, about 2 million or 3 million are from the UK. And we're expanding this out. We're, we're moving next week into France. Uh, we're doing France. We're doing 
uh, the, basically Australia, we're doing Japan. Uh, so we'll slowly start spreading the entertainment because what we really want this to become is, is, is you know, you know Tokidoki, you know some of these lifestyle brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want this to be a real mainstay item for, for kids. And I will tell you, you know, Stephen and Andrew, you got to go to, you got to go to uh, Facebook. And yeah, Laura's just telling me it has a 99% approval rating. Uh, and that's unusual, very unusual on <laughs> in the world in social media. And by the way, Laura's, Laura's been, is, is, is marketing this and managing this and, and she's living the late nights right now. And I love for everybody out there just to take a look at it at Facebook because it's the heart and soul of everybody inside this little business right now. And it's great because it's great to see the energy from these folks, you know? You know what's amazing, Russ? It seems like given all the different out all the different ways to market to reach your customer, like on Facebook and the YouTube, it seems like it's it's giving you more um control of creating that demand. Is that true? I believe it. I believe that we're going to find as we go forward that Shopify is going to be a huge weapon in the arsenal. And one of the things that we really do know is that Amazon, they're 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 born to born to is it born to run, born to run program. If you get inventory, uh, they'll they'll put you right up and they'll let you swing a baseball bat. You got a little bit of money, you want to you want to gamble. And I think for the other uh, uh, you know entrepreneurs and inventors out there, Stephen. You know, I would encourage them to go and, and download Jungle Scout with the extension pack from uh, uh, from uh, from Google Chrome, and they can go in and they can do research. I mean, you know, I will tell you, just a couple of days ago, I'm looking at things like pimple poppers, and you would think that, you know, what kind of business are they doing? I look at the pimple poppers, and the businesses monthly is is huge. It's like if they're doing that at Amazon, you know, brick and mortar is going to be massive. So there are so many opportunities for everybody today with technology. Um, as much as I, I I don't like some of the social issues, I love the fact that we get an in-depth view of of, yeah. of what's happening and how you can you can ideate and and build from your own your own life. Russ, do you have time for a few questions from from yeah. the attendees? Sure, absolutely. So this one's a good one for you because you've invented both in toys and outside of toys. So Adam says, what are the main distinctions between the toy industry and the consumer product industry uh, for an inventor that they should be aware of when trying to li- do a licensing deal? So what are, what differences are you aware of with licensing deals with uh, toy and, and consumer versus consumer products? I, I think that, that you're you're going to have a... Uh, if, if you're toy driven and you've got something that's electric, you're going to be able to get, uh, I think, a bigger a bigger downstroke of money, and you'll be able to negotiate, uh, I think, a, a reasonable royalty. And the royalties, I think, that you should be negotiating should be from seven to ten percent. Um, wow. They, they, yeah, but I I I I think that for those that have it, and again, I think one of the one of the issues is Stephen and, and and Andrew is is Having somebody that can help them craft their presentations is really critical. We've seen a lot of uh, inventors that are, that are, are very, very nice, um, but they're, they're, they bring stuff in that um, that that it, it just it needs a lot of work. And what they want you to do is they want you to do the work. 
Um, so we welcome outside inventors here. We really do. We, we need outside inventors. Um, but, you know, for the people that are trying to stage to, to get a bigger earnings package, uh, you need to be more developed. Now, in the case of SC Johnson, so you understand this, we had already built our trigger sprayer ourselves. We had put it into Walmart. We shipped in just to Walmart 500,000 units after a test. And I had a guy named Tim Sullivan call me from SCJ. And he said, hey, you want to get together? And then I had another guy named Don DeGlo call me from Clorox. And what I will tell you is this. Uh, these guys are going to be meticulous. They're going to give you a shorter downstroke, but I think they'll give you a long stream. Mm -hmm. When I say a long stream, I mean a long stream of, 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 of earnings. Uh, eventually, they'll try, and, they'll try and, and, and cap it. But if your product is really unique, um, and again, it, it does it doesn't have to be so unique. It just means that you need to have your program together and your package presented properly. Because uh, you look at the stuff, hey guys, you know, uh, Mr. Pillow, uh, you know, the guys, uh, you, know, ha you know, having some fun one night, partying, you can't go to sleep, he chops up the pillow because he's mad at it, stuffs it back in and you know, he's, he's on, on television every night. And, you know, I looked at his sales a couple of days ago and I said, you know, I've always wanted to be in the pillow business. I think we, I think we need to we need to invent, invent some pillows that, uh, you know, that will invade your brain and, and, and for, for the aged, uh, give them wisdom, you know. <laughs> so, but, you know, that's the beauty of it. Could you work uh, on that for me, please? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass it to you right after I've, I've used it, okay? Okay, okay. Russ, we have a whole bunch of questions from people asking if you're open to receiving ideas for licensing, or is that something you do? Sure, absolutely. And, and what I would ask everybody to do is to to, to take a look at uh, what we've presented to you, uh, and also to uh, feel free. I, one of the things I want to say to everybody that's out there, it, I feel that it's it's really it's our obligation to try and help everybody along. Um, and not get pushed into somebody that is not, not going to give you the right kind of guidance, but basically is going to be another door for you to knock on and another door for you to knock on, uh, you know, and sometimes we're going to miss things, you know, um, um, but, but, you know, this is a business that, and we didn't even show of dragons, fairies and wizards to them. Um, I mean, this is a line that I wanted you to see because, it's a phenomenal line, uh, Andrew and Stephen, and so, we invested uh, of, of dragons, fairies, and wizards. Um, and is that I wonder everybody. Here? No. Uh, I don't think it'll be there. No. Because uh, no. no, not anymore. Um, it was in, in the. I don't know if we're sending it in the pack. Send a link if he wants to send it out to other people later. Yeah, but because uh, what we do is we take down. We don't keep product on our our sites continuously. And actually, this thing needs to be refreshed because, again, what we're doing as a business today is we're focusing myopically on making our cats versus pickles a success. And I'll say this to everybody out there, you know, get behind your item, expand it. You know, Poppy Dolly, nice line, didn't do well. Um, Nuzzy Loves is coming out, the one that's right there. It's a cute line. Um, and it, it and it's magical. Rainbow Bets is cute. But, you know, as I said to Jenny, it's like it's just another another item that we shouldn't have done. Um, but uh, it, it, did you send it to him? No. I, uh, if, if you could send it to him, I mean, I'd love for him to see it because, 
it'd be great for everybody to take a peek. But I we welcome. Should I just Google it? No, Russ, because I don't think you can get it. it but I think you can. Hang on. Um, she's hey, going to grab it for you. Right sure. Um, you're such a giving individual. Um, and you're so helpful. So <laughs> where did that come from? Because I know you talked about building relationships. You talked about finding people that are really going to help you. Where did that come from from you? Because I know you know a good friend of mine, Steve Askin. He's the same way. So yeah. did good people just find each other? Or tell me, what inspired you to be so helpful to others? I, 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 I really do ask that question because often I have many people say to me, you know, you've got there's there's a there's a positive and a negative, Russell. And I said, well, what's the negative? They said, you're too generous. What's the positive? You're too generous. So, um, you know, listen, what what I would love to be able to do is to try and help uh, people out there steer away from the from the trials and tribulations that I had. Um, you know, we look at this life, and I and I say this today. You know, um, uh, you know, and Stephen, I'll tell you all the joys. Okay, you know, I I I I, I had a jet for ten years. I just sold it, and the reason why I sold it is because I didn't want I didn't want the headaches of owning a jet. Because every week it was something new, okay? And I look at life and I say, hey, you know, I'm 67, and my goal right now is to help my kids along and to try and help as many people as I can. Stephen is the same way. Stephen is my life coach. He calls up, he calls up daily, and he brings such joy. Uh, and he and he he works so hard to find the magic. And I, you know, and and he is he's such a uh, a, a historian of the toy industry, um, but you know one of the things is again is is uh, I've I've sort of been more private. Remember, 47 years in Asia doesn't make you easily that accessible, and I've only been home for a couple of years, and uh, and I miss home. I I uh, I really do. And and again, I think that uh, what I what I look at today is that the 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 youth that is out there. And the older people like myself, you know, don't be deterred by anything. Take these conversations and understand that you will feel despair. You will feel, you will feel, you know, uh, great joy. Uh, and, and, I, and you've got it up right now. And I'll tell you this story because this is an incredible story. Um, I would love it, love everybody to see this, you know. So th this video is not in the player, so there's a good chance you won't hear the audio here, but at least you'll be able to see the the video. So okay, um, here we go. Everybody needs a wand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I and I'll and I'll tell you this is this is a, a great story. Um uh we had originally if a trendmaster had presented uh, we had Powerpuff Girls and we did a great job with it. And 
George, who was the, the guy that ran the group who ended up going to Saks to become president and invited us in to pitch Harry Potter. And we actually built wands that, you know, looked like, you know, stems of a tree. And uh, uh, we used, uh, we used uh, basically, um, you know, infrared to, to move an array of things across the table. And it was magical. Well, that was probably enough, uh, you know, because one of the things that we all love, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming everybody's seen Cinderella, we all loved Fairy Godmother with her great magical wand and what she could do with it and all the sparkles. So what, you know, uh, Bonehead here, Mr. Bonehead, me, was trying to do was to try and create a concept where we would have basically this, this, this custom-made screen, which was very, was, was thin, like a, a, a a small slice that you could see and we would run animation and you could create a hundred different spells and you had a magical fairy and you had a magical dragon and they would take you on these journeys and you could electronically move things around a room. But one of the things that happens is number one, you run your cost up with LCD screens and big, big high pick microprocessors. And the second thing you do is you open up your business and you set up target and TRU and you end up taking what amounts to a, a about a about a seven or eight million dollar hit uh, on a program like this. And not the product the product sold, but the problem is, is that the big guys that were buying it, you know, uh, one of them went out went out of business, and we were one of the larger guys to get hit with that that bankruptcy. Um, and, and it was okay. I mean, we 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 go on and we we fall down and we dust ourselves off and we keep on going. But the product. And my lesson to everyone here is, is that we already had the idea. It was this plain simplicity of making a wand that could move things around the room. And that's all we needed to do. Instead of adding the magic, we let the children's imagination do that. We make the wand make the things move. And by doing that, then we've achieved what we wanted to do. And we do it at a price point of $20 that is, 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 is magic. And that's the kind of thing that the consumer can 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 buy into, you know. So this, by the way, was a $60 retail hmm. just for the wand. When you added the house, the house was a uh, uh, again another LCD screen. That was a, a a $29 retail. So between the two pieces, you had 90 bucks in the deal to start off with, you know. So that's kind of the story. And sure. by the way, cats versus pickles. We're selling 48 packs at $240 a crack. So, and we're selling a lot of units right now. So, you know, it's a great sign for the future. But again, we we got to remember to be so humble. Russ, thank you very much. Um, it's been a pleasure. You're you're truly a magical individual. So, and I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you keep the magic, run a business get you know step over some of the obstacles keep on going and still have such a positive energy um you're definitely someone um that we all need to look up to so thank you very much thank you yeah, Russ, I don't, we don't have time to read all the, all the thank yous but i'm going to read this one that was just kind of fun and everything i think it sums everything up renee says i'm 50 years old and i still love toys I need a grandchild, so I have an excuse to buy a stuffed pickle. <laughs> On the other hand, I may just get one anyway. LOL. 
um, I'm loving these creations. So I think Renee summed that up uh, very well. I think we all feel a little bit more like a kid today on this webinar. And it was a blast. And you're very encouraging. And and uh, thank you so much for taking your time to educate your, your fellow inventor. Thank you. You guys be well. God bless everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night.